Oh, it's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Thursday. As always, thanks for hanging out with us, making us a part of your morning routine. Lindsay is back in studio, if you remember her. Nurse from Bluffton. She was in earlier this week as well. Let's do it. Let's get to what's trending. Gas Buddy in Fort Wayne says that we have reached a three-year high when it comes to our area gas prices. Right now, it shows our average in our area at 297 but I'm telling you, everywhere I look, I don't see anything uh, that doesn't start with at least a three. Yeah. 305, that 317. Yeah. last night. So they say there is a shortage of tanker truck dr- Tanker truck drivers. Try to say that three times. Uh, yeah, it's causing this <laughs> supply backlog. There's still plenty of gas, but it's just not being distributed fast enough. AAA says this crunch will likely get worse as more drivers are expected to hit the highway this summer, starting upcoming weeks or so as we get around the 4th of July. Speaking of the 4th of July, Americans are rushing to buy fireworks for the 4th of July. Do it now because we're looking at a limited supply. We might get closer to like July 2nd and you're going to see empty shelves. The firework industry warns that supply ahead of Independence Day could be down 30% this year for similar supply chain reasons that you've heard from basically everything else that we've run out of this year. Fort Wayne Comets are just a few wins away from securing their 10th championship in franchise history as they are right now traveling to South Carolina to take on the Stingrays there in the Kelly Cup. But just know there's a backstory that's going on behind the scenes as the Coliseum and the K's have a long-term relationship about their agreement. Right now, the Comets only make revenue off of ticket sales. The Comets want a piece of concessions. Was a part of the deal. The Coliseum's like, yeah, that's great and all, and we totally get it. But uh, we have deplenished all of our reserves over the last year because of COVID, and we're not sure we can give you sweet rental fees or parking revenues or things like that. The Coliseum lost $3 million in 2020, and on this year is on pace to lose $4 million. Oh, my gosh. A lot to get to. If you follow the Olympics, Simone Biles, and they start there, their team for qualifying for the Games in St. Louis. The Teamsters are looking to recruit Amazon workers. There's another storyline there. And uh, I do want to get to this. Just understanding the child tax credit. Basically, starting next month, a lot yeah. of us are eligible for free money from the government. And you, there is a tool that has gone live for the IRS to let you know if you are eligible and for how much. That's a quick peek as to what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Sandy in the morning. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. Lindsay from Bluffton is back in studio this morning. And when I came into work today, the first thing I wanted to check out was to see what ultimately happened in some of the coverage regarding Britney Spears and her conservatorship, where yesterday she was finally allowed to address the court and did address the court uh, after a 13-year court-ordered conservatorship that started when she back in 2008, and she's 39 now. Uh, She feels that she's been forced to perform when she hasn't wanted to. She has no privacy. She is made to use birth control. She is not allowed to touch her IUD without her father's approval. Okay, first, that's just creepy. It it feels um, she has to take certain medications. She's basically a prisoner in her own home. Yeah. I mean, if you want somebody to, to do your finances and things like that and banking, that kind of stuff, okay, but... To, for him to be making these personal decisions is just odd to me. Well, I've, I've been saying this whole time. Let me just, because there's things on here like she she has to take her pills 
or go to therapy or they don't let her see her children. That's her Which, father. Shame on him. <laughs> and I have to tell you, when this first came into account back in 2008, I was like, you know what? Good. You finally have someone who has your best interest at heart. Exactly. Uh, you're saving your life. There's times in your career where I thought you were going to throw it all Everything away. Everything away. Right. Yes. And I feel like this had saved to a point. But then I watched that documentary and I was like, you know what, Andy? Other celebrities go off the rails all the time mm -hmm. because it is a life that is not like ours. Exactly. Okay. So you can't compare it to yours as to what is normal. You don't know what it's like. Yeah. And I'm sure there's definitely some behind the scene things that happened that or does happen or something that, that we aren't aware of. But as a mother, if someone told me that if I did something bad, basically, yeah. I wasn't going to get to see my kids. That would not go over well. Yeah, she can't change the color of the cabinets in her our house without approval from the conservatorship, which at this point is mostly controlled by her father. And then there's like 50% controlled by a, an estate, a bank estate. Yes. But like, which I think that's new. That was relatively new. new. That but she, she still had has someone to, else step in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I don't know. There's no verdict yet. It's just that she was allowed. You finally heard it from her own words. Because up until this point, she didn't really address it. But was uh, she allowed to? And was she allowed to? <laughs> she goes, but now she goes, I am, I am not happy. I am of sound mind. I am depressed. I cry every day. I would honestly like to sue my family. That's what she wants to mm -hmm. do from doing this to her. Now, the only thing that, again, I'm not a legal expert in conservatorships. Don't, I'm not going to pretend to know all the rules. So if there's a lawyer listening, that's great insight if you have some. But I, I'm just letting you know, typically these are people um, that just aren't applied to at this age, like older ages, dementia, different yes. de decreased mental yes. capacities yes. so they won't hurt themselves. And I don't know if they still have that burden of proof on any of that. Yeah. It's so. it's just a sad situation for her, I feel like. Uh, I don't have any of her audio clips that are her, because I wanted to hear it in her home. Where it's one thing for me to read, I'm not happy, I can't sleep. I want to hear it. Yeah. You know, I always say content. This is why I'm a big person of talking to people on the phone when it comes to like business decisions, because I like to hear context. Well, I don't like just I reading emails. Have this, I actually have this. Um, conversation we have this conversation my husband and I all the time that you know he'll he'll send me a text message or I'll send him a text message and I'm like um excuse me and he's like that's not how I meant it at all yeah tone. And I'm like well that's how I took that's it that's how I heard it and you're <laughs> that's yeah. how I heard it and I'm right <laughs> <laughs> yeah my wife does the same thing she goes you were really snippy today yes, on text I'm be, like are you yeah, kidding yes. I was really happy on yeah, text I've been happy all day I'm mad well, now yeah <laughs> I'm like, so I wrote you back, made you mad. It would have been better if I didn't write you at all. She goes, in this case, yes. <laughs> then I would have been mad at uh, you because you didn't, didn't respond. Write, yeah. You can't win. Sandy in the morning. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. Lindsay's back in studio with me from Bluffton, nurse, mom, stuff like that. No. There you go. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think where, to, where I want to start today. I mean, there's a lot of little stories to get to. Uh, one of them in the news, if you want to start with some good news, you were talking about this morning is the uh, four-year-old girl in Carmel, Indiana. Yes. Who recently collapsed playing a game of tag. And her 46-year-old dad saved her life with CPR, even though he's never been trained how to do it. He just remembered the scene from The Office <laughs> where they do CPR to the song Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. And as a nurse and yes. someone who teaches CPR. Yeah, so I am actually certified to teach CPR. I teach CPR classes at my job. Um, and I do 
remind them that yes, it is to the the um, rhythm of staying alive and to the beat, yeah, yeah, yeah or whatever, to the beat yeah, of staying alive, yeah, and, and yeah. But I love this story. I mean, you know, a lot of people who watch like Grey's Anatomy and you know ER and Chicago Hope, all that or whatever kind of stuff. Chicago what Med. Yes, you know, we all think we're doctors and stuff like. Push one of Epi, you yeah. know, after you watched it. And so this is so funny that this guy remembered this and used it and it saved your life. Um, well, I mean, how much of your job is in, uh, I guess I just want to make sure I know, is in the hospital setting? And, and what I'm asking is about those medical shows. Does it drive everybody in your business crazy or does it drive everybody because you're like, you want to watch them, you get hooked by those shows? I get hooked by those shows but in reality, that's not how it is. What about making out in the supply closets? Oh, that no. That takes on... Everybody hooks up on these medical now, shows. Now, I worked... You know, my my hospital, I was in like OB areas. Um, mm. So not a lot of men. And then I worked at a small hospital that I never... Not saying it didn't happen. I have no idea. But I never witnessed anything like that. See, I think we have a strong medical community. And I think it does. I'm oh, sure I'm it happens. Sure, sure it happens. it happened. I have actually heard stories from... Um, friends of mine who have worked and they're like oh yeah this doctor was dating this person and then found out the other nurse found out yeah. you know what I mean it so, becomes high school gossip yeah yes, yes it, it does. does so I think it does happen but I personally never saw anything do like they that. have those like overnight rooms where people like like there staff are, are supposed like, to like yeah, so sleep there are like on call rooms yes like th- that doctors can sleep yes yep so the, yeah. the opportunity is there oh, the fact yes. of an on call yeah. room yeah. isn't just a Hollywood is thing yeah no I just personally have never seen it happen. <laughs> it does, though. You know it does. Oh, yeah. It has to. What about any awkward patient requests? I've heard nurses that are, like, basically all, like, a lot of old men will ask young nurses to, like, flash them if they're on their way out. Because they're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm on my way out. Doesn't matter. I- I've, I've heard stories that. about that. Well, so I think I might have said it one of the days I was here that I have been groped. Um, but I work in long-term care. Um, and you know, some of it isn't like a conscious yes, behavior. It's yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of a sad sign of the situation. I could write a book. Right. It's Andy in the morning. Those are the stories that if you're in healthcare, I think you end up sharing with your friends, uh, outside of what happens, usually interactions with patients or yeah. on call hookups. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Listening uh, in studio this morning. Lindsay back in studio. And I want to get into this. This is a debate I've had a couple different times with various people. And I'm curious to see how much it changes from year to year. The question that I'm going to ask is, and it might be simple, but does listening to a book on tape count as reading as a book? And the other thing with these little arguments on our show is that once you hear somebody argue the other side that you don't believe in, that's the point when you become passionate about this topic. Yes. So uh, where do you fall on it? Does listening to a book on tape count as reading a book? Okay. You're not reading it. You're listening to (laughs) it. There it it is. There it Um, is. So no, it doesn't count as reading it, but I can't get into the audiobooks. I cannot. I'm a big reader. Um, I read on my phone. I go to author signing. Yeah. Like I love to read. I hated to read as a kid. I love to read now. I feel like you have to find that kind of a book to really suck you in. I feel like listening to it takes away from that. You have to have the right person reading them. You know what I mean? To draw See, you in. If you don't have a male and a female, I feel like it. Oh, I don't, yeah. You know Usually it's mean? just one voice yeah, and then the, uh, the uh, person. I don't know. I feel like it really takes away. I like to put my own thought and and picture the characters myself. And I feel like sometimes when you have a voice reading it, 
it doesn't allow you to do that because like you hear this really deep voice oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know something or they're trying to be a girl yeah and it's like <laughs> okay uh, no that takes away from it i like to read on my um phone because i maybe i don't want people to know what i'm reading sometimes um and it's, it's like conven- 50 shades of gray yeah, sort of yeah. stuff yeah and it's it's convenient for me i have it with me all the time because it's on my you phone you don't want to get in a car and yeah. all of a sudden and it auto like, oh, syncs to right that's happened to gyration to and thrusting mine, motions yes, you yeah. know getting in her car and you grab- know it's at a certain Sadie in the morning high here let's go let's get some listener feedback does listening to a book on tape count as reading a book go ahead Listen, listening to a book does not count as reading. It counts as listening to yes, a book. Yes, you're not reading now, it. Now, on the flip side, I love to read. I'm a big reader, just like Lindsay. However, I do love an audiobook, too. Um, but I find that I want to listen to audiobooks that I've already read because you can kind of you know, from walking dogs or at the gym or that kind of stuff. Um, But it's funny because you were talking about voices. There's a few books now that I've listened to on audio that I now hear their voices when I actually read the book. You know, a couple of books that you read every couple of years. You want that, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It does not count as reading. (laughs) It does not count. Well, and I feel like you need to really focus, like, if I'm trying to read, like, I want to be involved in that book. Like, I want to know, you know what I mean? And if I'm trying to listen to an audiobook and I'm trying to, you know, clean the kitchen and have my earbuds in or whatever. That's not you, relaxing. No. No. See, I, you know what, it depends on what you like to read. And I only have a small genre, which that sort of appeals to me. Uh, like, I like Dan Brown novels, and I like, uh, which is like Da Vinci Code and stuff like that. Uh, and the other is, I actually just like biographies and autobiographies. So yeah. if you're doing, like, a biography, and the actual person is reading it, yeah, I actually think that makes it better. Oh, I would think so, too. Because that's, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. that's them storytelling. Yeah. And if you're a good storyteller, that's good. I consider that... I don't know, reading? Yeah, I consider yeah. that reading the yeah. book because it's about being transported by the story, in my yeah, opinion. I just, I can't get into the audiobooks. I can't, I can't do it. I'd much rather, I would much rather read it myself. Plus, I was bad. Did you guys ever take like uh, like I-Step tests growing up or I-Learn uh, or whatever it's called? And with the, the, those reading comprehension scores? Okay. And like, I always that's hated. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. I st- I when I stunk. come back, that's a whole nother topic. I stunk at that. Yes. They'd be like, I'd be like, I got the gist of the story. They'd be like, what color sweater was Betty wearing? And I'm like, I'm like that's not what I'm supposed to comprehend. Yeah, I have no idea. Who cares? Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Lindsay's back in studio with me this morning helping out. We were talking about this. One of the stories that comes across our desk today, you know, it has to do with the future of hot air balloon rides. So I'm not sure how much this relates to everybody. So you got to hang on for a second. But there is a company called Space Perspectives that is taking reservations for the first space balloon rides set for 2024. Anybody listening ever take a balloon ride? I'm sure you have. I'm sure they look romantic. The whole falling out of the basket thing messes with my head. Yes. Um, so. Would I actually do this? I, I don't know. Do I want to do it? Right. Yes, but I don't know that I would actually go through with it. The, I mean, Jeff Bezos a couple of weeks ago was in the news because him and his brother were going to be on the maiden voyage of a something called Blue Origin. That is a commercial space flight endeavor that's set to lift off July twenty eth, and he paid twenty eight million. Some somebody paid twenty eight million dollars 
to be on that maiden voyage with Jeff Bezos and his brother. The space balloon rides are 125,000, which is a fraction of it, but still, falling is a problem for me, and the whole maybe lack of oxygen freaks me out. Yeah. As a general rule, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I'm not a big fan of maiden voyages of anything. I'll be on like the 20th voyage. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to let yes. you guys work out the kink. Right? Right. If there was yeah. a maiden voyage of a roller coaster at Cedar Point that was opening, I have I, no... I'm not going on I'm it. I'm not going on it. I don't care what's saved. I'm, you, no. Yep. Somebody wanna, else go. Yep. I want to make sure that it's legit and safe first. Right. I watched the Titanic, right? I was going to say that. I mean, come on. Yes. I'm going to let somebody else go on the biggest yep. investor yep. first yep. ever. The unsinkable I'm, ship. Yeah. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and wait. I'll let you guys figure it out. It's a six-hour hot air balloon ride. Okay, let's pause right there then. Uh, no, thank you. I Look, if you tell me I can't pee for six hours, all I'm going to want to do for six hours is pee. Yeah. Okay? Two hours, you go up 100,000 feet, which is a third of the way to space, by the way, in case you didn't know that. I mean, who, I mean yeah. <laughs> then you chill up there for two hours before, before you slowly come back down for two hours. You are on the voyage with you and seven other people. The trip lasts six hours. One ticket costs 125 k They're taking reservations. The first space balloon flights, 2024. What else? No weightlessness. If I'm going to go to space, I want to float. Yeah, uh, this is false advertising. Okay. Um, <laughs> They're not really going to space, but... You were getting close to the edge of your at our atmosphere. I have no interest in that. Um, I would like to see like footage of this when they do it. Like I won't be the one... Who, who does this, but I would like to see video and stuff of people who are on there. Here's a sign I'm becoming older. I, I don't chase thrills like I used to. No, I don't you either. Know? No, um, I actually, I was always like a roller coaster person, yeah. rides, things like that. And I definitely have a little anxiety oh, yeah. you about know, that kind of yeah. stuff now. Yeah, you know how you know you're a parent? You go to a theme park and you have to bring Excedrin to get through the day. Yeah. Because just the, the headache you get off a roller coaster. Yep. So um, a couple years ago uh, at the Bluffton Street Fair, we obviously didn't have it last year, but um, a couple years prior, uh, we I go on rides with my girls and we went on the Scrambler. Oh. I don't know what it's called now, yeah. but yeah, I know you know what, what I'm mean. talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. And it took me like 30 minutes once I got off of it to like... Oh, yeah. Get my equilibrium back, and I almost was a little nauseated. I'm like, holy cow, that really shook me up. You know the ride that just spins around in a circle and the centrifugal force keeps your back? Oh, against... gravity. The Gravitron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could do it at 20. <laughs> Have no desire to do it now. I do, do on, go on some of the rides with my children, yeah. but yeah. The uh, hot air balloon ride to space is a thing. It's one of the first. They're taking spots now. They're going to get approval to do it in 2024. It'll sit you back 125K, which is a fraction of the price of actually taking a trip to space, which is going for right now $28 million. Take a couple bottles up there in case you have to go to the bathroom. Godly. So, Brittany yesterday addressed the court, and it's the first time everybody's got a chance to hear her. I don't have any audio clips, which shocks me, but I do have a lot of, like, what was said in transcript. So, she addressed the court yesterday. We'll start with this. She wants to end the conservatorship. No shock. She then unloaded on her dad, saying that she or he should be in jail for the way he's handled it. She claims she's not even allowed to take out her IUD without her dad's approval so that uh, if they want to start a family with her boyfriend... So, obviously, that's what she wants to do yeah. and can't. 
Um, so there's that, which feels, I don't know, at 39, it feels like an overstep. But what I don't know is you've got to prove to me, what do we have to prove? Like, what is she battling? I don't know why. Why it's become this extreme. Yes. yes. Like, she can't change the color of her cabinets without approval. She says it's embarrassing, demoralizing. She's being exploited. She's depressed. She cries every day. And if possible, she would like to sue her entire family. So, I do think it's kind of sad. You know, I've yeah, taken the stance for a while where I think a lot of celebrities get exposed to things at odd ages. And it's not a normal life. It's not what I... So, I'm not going to compare it to my life. And so I go on and say, there's celebrities that go off the rails all the time. Nobody else's parents have stepped in yeah. and controlled their life like this. Yeah, I just feel sad for her. I feel very sad for her. Like I like I said earlier, like if this, if there's a reason why, okay, but she needs to be given a chance to do things on her own. And Again, if it's yeah. more of a money thing that, you know, maybe she was going out and not spending things the right way. And so that's kind of where this started. And now it's just kind of been this like downhill spiral of control um can you set up a trust that says look you're gonna get a stipend yeah and i mean to have someone tell you that you can't do things in your own home that would not go over well or with your own body yeah and that she can't see her kids if she basically does something wrong like that's where i draw the line if she doesn't take the medicine or she doesn't go to therapy programs they restrict access to her own children if she doesn't comply so I'm not. I just need to know the other side of the story. Yeah, I and know. I think somehow they're not sharing that because it might damage her brand, yeah. which is what they're still using to make money on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think her her dad just likes the money and the control and the power. Harrison Ford, 78, suffered a shoulder injury while rehearsing a fight scene while getting ready for the fifth Indiana Jones movie, which is currently filming in Britain. As of right now, they're just trying to work around Harrison's injury and try to keep things on schedule. As I mean, so hopefully there's no delay. What a beast. Of filming. So the, I think the movie's supposed to come out next summer. That's the goal. I mean, the fact that he got injured at 78 doing a, a fight, fight scene. scene. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, as I we get... I still walking at 78. I think, yeah, well, I think you would if that's you lived that life. Yeah. But still, I, I still like those movies. Yeah. 78-year-old action star, and I'm cool with it. And finally, uh, as we get ready for the Olympics, Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg announced that they are going to do a show on Peacock that's going to recap the nightly events from the Tokyo Summer Olympics. I'm here to tell you this might be the one thing that down gets me to watch. Yeah, because I think yes. some programs on Peacock, which are an NBC property, are free. And I think this this sounds this like it might be, be one. Gr- I mean, you just say Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg in the same sentence, and you know it's going to be golden. <laughs> um, I'll watch it. I'll watch that. All right, there you go. That's a quick peek as to what's happening in Hollywood. May I have your attention, please? I don't mean to yell, but it's Angie in the morning, and we don't want you to miss anything. Magic 95.1.